Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. North Carolina legislators override the governor to protect children. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, North Carolina legislators overwhelmingly overrode Governor Roy Cooper's veto of two bills that protect children from radical gender ideology. They actually overrode five bills, but we're going to focus on two bills. Mm -hmm. The Senate voted 27 to 18 to complete the veto override after the House voted 74 to 45 earlier for both of these bills, which now take effect immediately. Two House Democrats joined all present Republicans in supporting the override bid. You know, I think this is pretty loud. They're speaking pretty loudly to the governor about what needs to happen here. The first one, HB 574, is known as the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. And that basically prohibits biological males from playing on public and private uh, middle school, high school, and college sports teams that are for women. It also includes public and private colleges that are part of any intercollegiate athletic program. So we're protecting females here from the intrusion of males in their sports as well as in their private places, locker rooms, showers, whatnot, as they try to play sports in these various teams. Yeah, so this bill, the Fairness and Women's Sports Act, applies to some private middle uh, and public, applies to all public and some private middle high school college sports, including any of those that are part of the NCAA or any other intercollegiate athletic program. So it has a wide reach. And it says if you're born male, you can't compete on female teams. Common period. sense, common sense. Pretty common sense, <laughs> which means if you can't compete on female teams, you're not going to be in the female locker room changing right. with them, right? You're not going to use their restrooms and their private facilities. You can't go onto the playing field pretending to be a girl when you're not and give disadvantage to these girls, take their spots that they rightly deserve, that they've worked hard to earn, and you can't go into these places and expose yourself. But, you know, this is common sense. I mean, this should be nationwide, and I know we're fighting in various states for this, but you should not have males... Number one, competing against females, there's biological differences, and they should not be allowed in their private places as well. That's just common sense. Yeah, so the uh, according to the bill, uh, all teams participating in intercollegiate or intramural athletic activities, quote, shall be expressly designated by the biological sex of the team participants as one of the following, males, uh, men, or boys, females, women, or girls, co-ed or mixed. In addition, uh, athletic teams designated for females, women, or girls shall not be open to students of the male sex, and a student's sex shall be recognized based solely on the student's reproductive biology and genetics at birth. You know, we've recently seen like at University of Penn when Riley Gaines, she actually tied with that male 
His name is William uh, Thomas. He goes by Leah, but he is a man, and he still dates girls. He uh, competed in the women's swimming, and I think it's amazing that Riley tied with him. I mean, he's huge. Well, there's, they, she tied with him, but they gave the him trophy. the trophy. Why yeah. did they give him the trophy? Why would they not give two trophies, number one? Why would he even allow to be in the competition actually is number one. Number two, why didn't they give two trophies? They gave the trophy to him, even though it was a tie, because of their radical gender ideology. They gave it to him because of the gender ideology, because there's just no other reason to give a tie person one of those individuals, the trophy, and not a trophy to the other person. And, you know, I saw uh, the testimony of another young woman who also swam on that team and, and had to go into the locker room, and there he is in his full male physique, and she had been the victim of a sexual assault. Yeah, she and was she goes, a sexual assault I cannot victim. undress in front of him. And the uh, the whole process of the the swimming, you know, how they have to undress. I mean, their, their, their suits are very tight. It takes a couple of people to get them on, get them off. It's a, and you just don't want to stand there with no clothes on in front of a male. So her testimony, Mm. as well as other females, like one who was competing for volleyball in various colleges, she didn't get a very good scholarship because she was competing against a male who said he was identifying as a female, or another gal who was on a volleyball team, she suffered a concussion because she had con- had to compete against a male. This is really, really wrong. Well, recently, some male entered into the female's weightlifting and shattered the female mm-hmm. weightlifting world record. By like 400 pounds. Yeah, it's, just, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's yeah. just... It's insane. It's absurd. <laughs> How do you even have a rational conversation about this? Because it's just so irrational. It's irrational. We even have to discuss this, and you have to pass laws. But this is where we are today. Well, this is this is the uh, ultimate end game of a very uh, conflicted agenda. That at its uh, end game is total destruction and mm-hmm. uh, disorder of God's created order, taking God's created order which has order to it and beauty and purpose and perverting it to being something that it's not right well in addition to h uh, seven, uh 574 the fairness and women's sports act they also overrode the veto of the governor on hb house bill 808 808 prohibits doctors from performing medical mutilation on minors Even with the parents' consent, the bill states, quote, it shall be unlawful for a medical professional to perform a surgical, quote, gender transition procedure, that's close quote within a quote, on a minor or to prescribe, provide, or dispense puberty-blocking drugs or cross-sex hormones to a minor. You know, again, this is another common sense, and really, I just say shame, shame, shame on Governor Cooper for not protecting these females and these children. uh, North Carolina now joins about 30 states that have enacted laws protecting the fundamental rights of children, parents, and women in the public sector. 22 states protect female sports from biological males. At least four states are under legal challenge currently. 21 states ban puberty blockers, hormone therapies, and mutilating surgeries for minors. At least six states are under a legal challenge currently. 15 states codify parental rights, giving parents the, quote, fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing, education, and care of their children, close quote. 
Nine states mandate use of public school bathrooms according to biological sex. Seven states protect students and teachers from having to use someone's preferred pronouns. And six states ban public adult performances, drag shows for minors, and at least one state is under a legal challenge. Four states prohibit classroom instruction on gender slash sexual orientation in a manner that is not appropriate for the age of the child. And, you know, this is constantly being updated. We have a document on our website with all this information in the states and the different laws that are passing or being blocked. You know, so I advise people to go on our website because, again, these it's it's a almost a daily change with these states. And it's lc.org forward slash help kids. That's forward slash mm-hmm. Help kids. We're going to continually update this. Uh, so all those stats that I just mentioned are there, uh, but those are continually updated by our research team here at Liberty Council because there's constant changes taking place. There's more states always coming online uh, that are passing these laws, uh, or there's also challenges that take place to some of these laws. So what you're seeing here with what I just read, there's a huge wave of activity that's taking place mm-hmm. around the country. And what you're seeing is a divide between Republican legislators and Democrat legislators. And so that's what you saw here in North Carolina mm-hmm. with the Governor Roy Cooper veto, but then the Republican-dominated House and Senate come back and they veto his, um, or they override his veto. And you have uh, many of these other states, it's a tidal wave, really, that's right. actually happening Uh, But it's really dividing between red and blue. There's an ideological divide that's happened between the two parties and the Democratic Party, particularly as it is uh, represented on Capitol Hill, is a monolith on this issue of LGBTQ. Because on, for example, H.R. 15, the so-called Equality Act, that is a very radical LGBTQ bill. All 212 Democrats in the U.S. House, all 212 without a single dissenter, They have signed on to support that bill, H.R. 15, the so-called Equality Act. Unbelievable uh, that they're in such lockstep on such a radical gender ideology. For more information, you can go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash help kids. And you can also go to lc.org forward slash EA for Equality Act to sign a petition and learn more about H.R. 15 on the federal level. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.